When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Love Food Podcast is brought to you in partnership with my PCOS and Food Peace course. Finally, free yourself from endless PCOS fatigue, frustration, shame, and guilt. For PCOS sufferers who are tired of ineffective diets and unhelpful advice, join me on a PCOS and Food Peace journey that will change your life forever. Grab all the details at PCOSandFoodPeace.com. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita and let's begin. Hi, and welcome to episode 258 of the Love Food Podcast. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey. I am so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. As we begin today's episode, I want you to consider something. When were you first told to diet? Give yourself a few moments to kind of go back and connect with when you first learned that you needed to eat less in order to be okay, to be acceptable, to be doing what you need to do to take care of your body. I know for many of you listening, this all began when you were 11, 12, 13. There's something about that age group that for many listeners, maybe you, That's when the first diet happened. I have some guesses on why that happens, but that'll be for another episode. I also know there's going to be some people who maybe didn't start dieting until maybe this past year. Maybe when they left home for the first time. And I also know there's going to be a few listeners that started dieting in preschool or kindergarten because that's when their doctor told one of their caregivers to start doing that. And having this experience early on, what ends up happening is you have lots of data. You have lots of data then to know whether or not diets work for you. That's what this episode is all about, is how do you gather all of this and what do you do with it? I have a letter today from someone who has been trying to really mend and tend 
to their relationship with food. And it's complicated. They were bullied when they were young. They were told they had to diet. And then they were diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome. And even though you, the listener, may not have PCOS, you may have some kind of health condition where you are told you have to diet in order to manage the condition. So what do you do if you've tried diet after diet after diet pretty much your whole life or for a lot of it? And it's only led to lots of shame, lots of weight gain, and lots of just empty promises, basically. What do you do? And that's what I hope to spend some time on today. Before we get to that, I want to mention really quick that I have joined Clubhouse, and I'm wondering if you're on there. Of course, you know, I love talking. And so besides being on Instagram, which my Instagram handle is food peace dietitian, I am also moving over to Clubhouse. So if you're over there, look me up. I would love to have you follow me and we can continue the conversation that we're having on the Love Food Podcast over there. So my handle on Clubhouse is at PCOS Food Peace. So I have some dots in there. So it's at PCOS food.peace and you will get to it. And I look forward to connecting. All right. So we're going to get to this episode's letter, but a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of a love food podcast is brought to you by Ovofolic. What is ovofolic? Well, I had that question too. But ovofolic is a new to me inositol supplement. If you have PCOS and you have listened to podcasts on PCOS that I've been interviewed on or you have done my course, you know that I talk all the time about inositol supplementation. We know that people with PCOS probably have a defect or deficiency with certain inositols, and that's what leads to insulin resistance, issues with ovulation, and higher androgen levels. Adding an inositol supplement to your PCOS regimen is something that for many people helps to improve ovulation, lower androgens, and lower insulin, blood sugars, and even improve symptoms of anxiety. Recently, I jumped on the phone with Dr. Pari, one of the founders of the small company called Elon Healthcare that makes Ovofolic. She also sent me samples to, to try. I was so impressed with all that Elon Healthcare is doing. It's a small women-owned and led company, not a big corporation. They love providing a personal touch. Dr. Pari responds to all customer emails herself. She also oversees every aspect of the manufacturing and the ingredients of Ovofolic. So I know not all inositol ingredients are the same. I really like knowing there's a choice in good quality inositol supplements with the recommended 40 to 1 ratio. Avofolic has no taste or smell. I can totally vouch for that because I tried it myself. And of course, has these really high quality ingredients. Avofolic comes in easy to carry single dose packets with, again, that 40 to 1 ratio. So you can feel rest assured that you're getting the recommended amount for the maximum therapeutic effect. So Avofolic has a special offer for Love Food listeners. Use the coupon code FOODPEACE at checkout for 15% off. Go to elonhealthcare.ca and click on their product, Avofolic. It's spelled O-V-O-F-O-L-I-C to learn more. Use code FOODPEACE, all one word, to get 15% off. 
Did you know that every time you listen to an ad on this podcast, you help cover the cost of producing Find Your Food Voice? Thank you to our sponsor, Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense. Because of them, my team and I can continue our independent podcast. Equilibria is a women-owned wellness brand with unique science-backed products that help bring your mind and back my mind and body back into harmony. EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense is a three-in-one capsule that supports your digestive health and promotes gut barrier protection. It also promotes optimal vaginal pH. These probiotics were chosen because they are studied for women's health. And I love that you can subscribe. So if you find that Equilibria's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense helps you, you can subscribe so you don't have to think twice about running out and also save 25% off. I just started taking the Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense after a trip overseas that made my GI tract kind of funky. I am hoping that it helps make things just a little bit easier, easing back in. And also as a woman, as a woman in midlife, I'm always looking for ways to help with vaginal pH. If you are not in midlife yet, just be aware. It's a thing that is around the corner for you. So head to myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. All right, let's get back to the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, enough of all that. Let's get to this episode's letter. Dear Food, As being a person in a larger body ever since I was a kid, I had a rocky relationship with you. The people around me always made fun of me because of the way I looked. I was bullied at school. My own parents shamed me. I had nowhere to go. Then I found some sort of comfort around you. I really liked it, but then I started noticing my weight changes and the people around me too. The shaming got worse. I was put on a diet at a young age, at 14, by my parents. The relationship got even worse with you then because the diet was super restrictive. I lost weight but gained all back, sometimes even double after losing it. I was in this diet on-off cycle for four years. During this time, there were days when I would binge eat, and there were days when I would stress eat. One thing I noticed were my periods were getting irregular, sometimes not getting it for months. I think my body was trying to say something, but I didn't get it at the time. Recently, I got diagnosed with PCOS. I want to improve my relationship with you, but I'm scared. Because the world around me is telling me the only way to manage PCOS is through dieting or restricting certain foods that give me joy. What are my options? Sincerely, always dieting. (laughs) 
Hey there, letter writer. I know you feel like you've been always dieting, and I hope I can give you some insight right now. And for you, the listener, whether or not you have PCOS, I also hope this gives you some insight on what to do. So there are three main areas that I want to cover over the next few minutes. And the first one is acknowledging all that you've been through. For you, letter writer, and also for you, listener, you were told at a very, very young age that there was something wrong with your body. You were shamed for it. You were bullied because of it. And if someone's never said this to you, I want to say I'm sorry that people treated you this way. And I'm sorry that no one stood up for you. That was not okay. It was not okay. And there's something about um, anti-fat bias and bullying that is not often intervened, just like lots of other types of bullying. And that is not okay. A part of this experience taught you that scarcity mindset, doing without, neglecting yourself, and not feeling pleasure, and really the opposite of that, was a way to protect yourself. It also contributed to an evolution that will leave you with a feeling or maybe even a part of you that thinks you always, always must work on yourself and must not let yourself go. There's this part that's like living in you that is always connecting with that. I think it's really important to not ignore this part, to not ignore this feeling and rather honor it. This is a part of you that has developed from the trauma, from the dieting trauma, and it has been there as a way to be that voice to step in and try to protect you. I know it's not the way that you or I would have hopefully had someone protect you, but it's the part that has been trying to protect you. And the only way and the only tools that it had at the time. So I think it's important to honor that part. And whenever you connect with it, to really consider it gently with compassion that, again, it wants to protect you. So number two, something else that I want you to keep in mind in this space is that you have some really incredible data. Letter writer, you have learned since before you were a teenager that diets don't work for you. I know you said that you were put on a diet when you were 14, but I have a feeling there was already some manipulation, whether you knew it or not, with your food. And you learned that every time you dieted, something would happen where the weight would go down, but then the weight would go back up. And we could debate on what the word works means with like, does dieting work? But the intention of dieting is to make a person's weight go down. And I'm assuming that the intention is to make it go down and stay down, not just to go up and down. And so that sounds like it doesn't work. And you have this incredible data that 
shows you that for you, diets have only promoted weight gain. This is really, really important data. The connection that we have with food is really complicated because it is emotional, it is pleasurable, it is also like oxygen required (laughs) to be a human. And so it can be really hard to think like a scientist and be methodical and uh, you know have less emotion tied to it. So I want to acknowledge that in this really brief letter I was able to see that you have an incredible amount of data for you to just really start to to know that diets don't work for you. And I hope this goes without being said, but just in case I hope you know that you are the rule, not the exception. Diets don't work, and in a sense, remember, work, that means weight going down and staying down for most people, (laughs) that it doesn't work for most people. And a third to two-thirds of people who diet regain more weight than they ever lost to begin with. And also another thing that's not being mentioned with all of this that I always have to mention is that the pursuit of weight loss also for most people is something that has a complicated kind of connection and that it also um, causes disease, causes emotional health complications and oppresses fat people, which also is connected to disease, but not only is it connected to disease, but it's also being a jerk. So your data though, letter writer, and for anyone listening who, you know, as you're kind of examining your relationship with food and how long you've been on a diet, you have the data already to know and to support that diets don't work for you. We need to honor this. And it's really important to to really allow you to, to just connect with the fact that you are not broken. It's not like another uh, another try is going to be the one that sticks. I also appreciate that's your decision, not mine. But this data is great, important data to help you lead you where you want to go. And just because now a PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome, just because a PCOS diagnosis has been inserted, it doesn't mean your body's going to act any differently. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that. And what you've noticed is that, again, dieting has only made things more complicated. And now you've been given this diagnosis, which we know that many diagnoses, um, high cholesterol, diabetes, multiple sclerosis, PCOS, many other ones, people are all told they have to diet and for many have to cut out certain food groups in order to manage this condition. And just the same though, we don't have any data that supports this actually promoting health for most people long-term. In fact, it actually is harmful. (laughs) So what do you do? Well, I have outlined some steps for those of you with PCOS. Um, It's a PCOS roadmap. You can get to it. It has like the top three first steps that I recommend to someone who has PCOS and is wanting to like know how to eat then. If there's not a diet, how do you do it? Um, Go to juliedillonrd.com slash freebies. And one of the options there is a PCOS roadmap. 
With that being said, I would highly encourage you, as I describe in the, the roadmap, to avoid the binary and avoid the experience of like, I have to eliminate certain food groups in order to live with this condition. When diet culture has, again, diet culture plus the bullying has taught you that scarcity mindset with taking care of your body. You're allowed to feel pleasure. You're allowed to feel satisfied. And actually connecting with those experiences is something that we also see supporting health for people with PCOS. So I encourage you to check out that resource. It'll get you started. And eating enough is always number one. Eating enough for anyone, and especially for people with PCOS, making sure you're eating enough. This is like the first step away from dieting. And it's going to sound the alarm. Remember that part, that part of you that has been there since the beginning when you were bullied, that part of you that's wanting to protect you, that it's going to sound an alarm that this is wrong. This is not okay. This is morally wrong. You're letting yourself go because you're not fighting, because you're having too much pleasure. Remember, it's important to not ignore that part, but just take care of her. Take care of that part. Take care of what that person needs and acknowledge that the information that part was given was a mistruth and was part of these big oppressive systems from diet culture that were leading you astray. And there are other options. I hope that helps for you, letter writer, to give you some first few steps. Just know, again, your data, your data is so important. There is another way. And I hope you have some strength from these words on your food peace journey. I see that food has written back. I cannot wait to see what food has to say. But before we get to food's letter, this episode of a love food podcast was brought to you by my PCOS and food peace course. You can get to all the details at PCOSandfoodpeace.com. This episode was also sponsored by Ovofolic. Ovofolic is a new way to get an inositol supplementation for those of you with PCOS. You can get 15% off just for Love Food listeners by going to elonhealthcare.ca slash discount slash food peace. Remember, Elon is spelled E-L-A-N. Go to elonhealthcare.ca slash discount slash food peace. I also put a link in there in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode of the Love Food Podcast, I am so glad. And I would love it if you left a rating, a review, you subscribed or shared the episode. Doing any of those acts of kindness really, really helps the show grow. All right. Enough of all that. Until next time, take care. Dear Always Dieting, we wish someone had stood up for you so many years ago. You didn't deserve that mistreatment and still don't. We know there's a part of you trying to keep you restricting. Don't ignore this part. This part has been trying to protect you, yet was given false information. She does not deserve the blame. Hold her as you tend to your food peace journey. Show her your diet history data. Give her what she really needs clarity, compassion, 
and time. Love food. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is a Love Food Podcast. Do you want access to more food peace? Jump on over to my website and join my email list. There, I share exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. Get access to these tips and strategies by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash sign up. And I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Love Food Podcast. Take care. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.